Rodriguez, CBS News. This statement is not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose. Have an automotive issue? Let the experts take care of it for you. Wade's Auto Service is a full-service shop serving the Farmington area since 2015. Wade's Auto Service in Farmington is locally owned and operated, and because they want to be your first choice for all of your auto service and repair needs, they warranty all of their work with a two-year, 24,000-mile part and labor warranty. They stand behind their work. To schedule an appointment, simply give them a call, 573-664-1302. Need help building your dream home? Then call Potosi Lumber on Highway 21 in Potosi at 573-438-6161. Potosi Lumber has free computer estimates and complete building packages with decks, windows, and doors. They also offer complete decking with vinyl and aluminum railing. For all of your building and remodeling needs, visit Potosi Lumber on Highway 21 in Potosi or call them today at 573-438-6161. That's 573-438-6161. It is six minutes after 7 o'clock at KFMO. AM 1240 KFMO. The start of your day begins with the start. I need my news, weather, and sports. I'm Mike Ramsey reporting. Weather at 12 and 40 every hour. I'm Jared Pettis. We check sports. And now the start on AM 1240 KFMO. Good morning to you. It is six minutes after seven o'clock. I think I just said that, didn't I? Oh, maybe, what, 30 seconds ago? But it still is. So at least I'm correct. It's Wednesday, October 11th, too, in case you uh, wonder, what day is it when you wake up? I, you know, I know what day it is every day I get out of bed. But that's only because, only because I have to. I have to. If I didn't have to, I probably would get up and say, what day is it anyway? Is it, is it like next Tuesday already? <laughs> or something like that. Maybe after retirement, that's what will happen. I'm not really sure. I'll be looking for a cheeseburger in paradise, I can tell you that. Paradise for me is like walking out into the backyard and seeing I don't have to mow it. <laughs> that's my paradise. Uh, or it's just a couple of those fuzzy things you hang from the rearview mirror in your car. Somebody, <laughs> uh, I don't know, I hear all these weird things in my head, and you might be thinking, what do you mean by that? Well, somebody asked me yesterday a question, and it came to me as an Abbott and Costello question. Um, I don't know. I'd really like... I'd just better move on because if I tell you about it, I have to use somebody's name. Uh, let's see if I can think of somebody. Okay, here's an example. It's, it's kind of funny if you think about it. Imagine someone who has two first names, like David Joe. Or, or no, Joe David. Let's, let's call him that. That sounds bad. I think I've heard something like that. Okay, so let's say somebody's name is Joe David, okay? And they think maybe you called them on the phone. So they call your business looking for you to find out. Uh, you're not there. So somebody takes a message. They come up to you later and they say, Did you call Joe David? My first response was I wanted to say, no, I use his first name, Joe. You see what I mean? Yeah, that's the kind of stuff I hear. And you'll hear news coming up in just a moment here at AM 1240 KFMO. Um, by the way, since it's Wednesday, um, yeah, for some reason, just haven't had time to look here, but uh, 
I was looking at some of the unusual stories that we get, and they're pretty weird sometimes. Um, here's one that is different. If climate change still doesn't bother you, maybe this will. Scientists in Europe think it's about to mess with the taste of beer. Climatologists say that by 2050, it's going to get a lot harder to grow hops. And that could end up making beer taste more bitter. They found that hops ripen 20 days earlier compared to the 90s. And at this rate, farmers will lose a third of their typical crop within 25 years. Okay, so there's your story of the day, at least for now. We have other topics like world sugar shortage could make this Halloween the most expensive yet. Well, they'll find a way. And how does Israel's Iron Dome intercept missiles? You know, that's interesting. Um, we'll have to look at that, too. But next, we have news coming up, so stay tuned to KFMO. Life is a series of moments. Big moments, small moments, moments you want to bottle up so they can last forever. At Edward Jones, we want you to make the most of all of them. Whether you're planning for a trip of a lifetime, retirement, or just need some everyday advice along the way, that's why an Edward Jones financial advisor like me works with you to build personalized strategies for today and tomorrow. Life is for living. Let's partner through it all. I'm Edward Jones financial advisor, Paul Meinson. Call me at 573-756-6711. Edward Jones, member SIPC. I can see your future. Sometime in the next month, you'll go out to eat again. Jenny here. The Big Deals online store can make your future even brighter with restaurant gift certificates. There's something for everyone. They spend just like cash and never expire, so you can buy them now and use them whenever you want. Shop anytime, save all the time. The Big Deals online store. Go to kfmo.com or b104fm.com and click on the Big Deals logo for instant savings. Local news you can trust. This is the Parkland's Freedom Leader, AM 1240 KFMO. Here's Mike Ramsey. Good morning. It's Wednesday, October 11th. 11 minutes after 7 is the time. In this newscast, we're going to hear about two people from Farmington, another person from Deloge suffering moderate injuries. They were involved in a traffic crash. It happened in Jefferson County yesterday. We'll have news on that. Plus, we're going to hear more about enrollment at Mineral Area College and the demolition of the building on the corner of Cedar and Center Streets at the four-way stop in Bismarck should take place soon. The mayor of Bismarck, Seth Radford, says city officials put that project out for bid. The uh, city board put that out for bid about a month ago. Bids came in last week. I know that on the October 17th, uh, we're going to have our regular board meeting at 6 o'clock at the depot, and we'll be discussing the bids that have come in and uh, look at a way to get that thing torn down finally. Radford says the next step would be to line up the financing for the project. Two people from Farmington and another person from Deloge are suffering moderate injuries after they were involved in a traffic crash in Jefferson County Tuesday morning just before 11 o'clock. Highway Patrol reports show an SUV driven by 63-year-old Sonia L. Camden of Farmington had been involved in a previous crash and was stationary in lane 2 of the southbound lanes of Interstate 55 just south of mile marker 187. A car driven by 28-year-old Levi A. Reynolds of Farmington was headed south in the same lane. Reynolds failed to notice Camden's vehicle in the road, and the two collided. Camden and a passenger in her vehicle, 88-year-old Melba D. Dishbein of Deloge, as well as Reynolds, 
were all taken to Mercy Hospital South at St. Louis. The three were wearing their seatbelts during the wreck. Also in news from AM 1240, there are more students at Mineral Area College. According to the latest enrollment figures, the provost and vice president of academic affairs for MAC, Dr. Keith Zoromsky, says it's due to the efforts of many people as well as the addition of new facilities. That credit, uh, the efforts of the navigators, uh, adding different athletic teams, um, the different vision that we've had for marketing and outreach, uh, and people are just seeing that we can meet the needs that they have, uh, whether that's through traditional transfer classes, workforce development, technical courses, we're here to serve. Mm -hmm. And you have the new... uh well, Zoromsky reports enrollment is up 5% at the college so far. That's news from AM 1240. I'm Mike Ramsey reporting for KFMO News from the Collins News Desk for this Wednesday, October 11th. Time now, 7.13. Let's see what's going on with the weather forecast. Looks like we have, at this point of the morning, uh, skies that are looking mostly cloudy with 52 degrees and we're expecting sunny skies today with a high of 80 and it's going to be a bit windy. Southeasterly winds will gust up to about 20 miles per hour. Time now for sports with Jared Pettis, so stay tuned and remember to check the website, kfmo.com. It's time for a look at sports. I'm Jared Pettis. On the local side, the MAAA Conference Volleyball Tournament began on Tuesday. Our own Glenn Berry had coverage from Pool A at the TJ Fulon Fieldhouse. I was at Pool D at the Black Knight Fieldhouse. For the Farmington Knights, Valley Caledonia Lady Vikings, and Fredericktown Lady Black Cats, Glenn Berry had the Central Lady Rebels, the West County Lady Bulldogs, and Bismarck Lady Indians. Glenn Berry recaps the action from Pool A. A triple header of high school volleyball action highlighted our coverage on Tuesday night from the Central High School Fieldhouse. A round-robin MAAA conference tournament featuring three teams, Bismarck, West County, and Central. In Game 1, Central went on an 11-0 run to blow open a tight first set and they went on to beat West County in straight sets 25-9, 25-17. Blair Sitton had nine kills. Sidney Miles reeled off 11 straight serves to pace the Lady Rebels. Game 2 saw West County fight back in the second set after dropping the first but fall short again, this time against Bismarck, 25-8, 25-18. Ashley Hawkins and Haley Dickey had eight kills each to pace the Lady Indians. Game three looked like a potential three-set affair between Bismarck and Central. The first set saw nine ties and three lead changes as the Lady Indians took the Lady Rebels to set point at 24-22 in the first set. But Central scores the next four points and then dominates the second set to win it in straight sets, 26-24, 25-5. Blair Sitton once again had 14 kills to lead the Lady Rebels. After the game, Central coach Olivia Casey. We are notorious for coming out in slow starts. And after that first set, I asked them, I was like, guys, what did you do to get ready? They just kind of looked around. They don't understand girls, high school girls, high school kids in general, don't understand how to get ready, how to prepare for games. And we kind of talked about that before we played Bismarck. You know, what are they going to do to prepare after we sit and watch this game? And it's one of those things. They have, they don't have an on-off switch as much as they think they do. They don't. And trying to get them to understand that. Hopefully, we're starting to understand it. But that second set, we definitely, I think we're warmed up by that point. Central now moves on to the gold bracket and improves to 22-4 and four overall, while Bismarck breaks even on the night as they are now 22-8-2, while West County falls to 9-14-5. Once again, Central the big winner on Tuesday night with wins over Bismarck and West County, while Bismarck wins one over West County. From the MAAA Round Robin Tournament in 
Park Hills, I'm Glenn Berry. Glenn, thanks. In Pool D, it was the Farmington Knights victorious in their two games, 2-0 and in the pool. Fredericktown went 1-1 and and Valley Caledonia 0-2. In our first broadcast of the three, Valley Caledonia fell to Farmington in two games that featured no lead changes. Farmington began both games with the run, included a 9-0 run in the first set and an 8-0 run plus an 11-0 run in set two. Farmington takes that one in straight 25-5, 25-5. Four. In the second Valley Caledonia game, they fall to the Fredericktown Lady Black Cats. Fredericktown wins that one in straight sets as well. 25-7, 25-7. Fredericktown freshman Maggie Wood had 14 aces in the win over Valley Caledonia. And the broadcast nightcap on KFMO Sports Plus, the Farmington Knights at the four seed battled the five-seeded Fredericktown Lady Black Cats. The Knights would win at 25-19, 25-17, a match that featured 15 total ties in two sets. Set one featured 10 ties all the way from 1 to 1 through 11 to 11. And in set two, five ties. The last tie at 9 to 9 and Farmington rattled off eight straight to gain the advantage by seven points and held on after that. Zoe Gerwitz, the junior, had seven kills for Farmington to lead the way in the second match. After the victory, Farmington head coach Haley Baker says her team finally put all the pieces together. I feel like in our pregame interview, you asked me, you know, what I would really like to do tonight. And I said, I would just really like us to kind of capitalize on all the things you've been trying to work on all season long. Um, I felt like there was a, a lull in the season where every time out, I was just saying the same things. And I told the girls, like, guys, you know, I can't keep saying the same things to you. You got to either choose to, like, fix those problems or, you know, we're just going to ride the season out how it is because, like, I can't do it for you. And I feel like tonight was the night that we did what we were supposed to do. And they they did those little things that add up to really big things. And um, we saw that improvement tonight. The Farmington Knights and Central Lady Rebels move on to the gold bracket. They'll actually play each other in round one. The semifinals on Thursday at 4 o'clock. You can hear that on KFMO and KFMO. FMO Sports Plus with live video as well. The other two teams joining them, Valley Catholic and Potosi, as the Valley Catholic Lady Warriors took Pool B 2-0. They beat North County in straight sets and Arcadia Valley in straight sets. AV beat North County between those games also in straight sets. In Pool C, the Potosi Lady Trojans topped the Kingston Lady Cougars and the St. Genevieve Dragons. Both in straight sets, St. Genevieve also beat Kingston. So the gold bracket is set for Thursday at 4 o'clock Central plays Farmington. At 5.15, Valley Catholic plays Potosi. On the silver bracket, that is tonight along with the bronze bracket. That's from Fredericktown as the Lady Black Cats host Bismarck at the 8th seed. Then St. Genevieve and Arcadia Valley do battle in a 6-7 matchup. And on the bronze bracket, West County hosts the four teams. West County, Valley Caledonia, North County, and Kingston seeds 9, 10, 11, and 12. The silver bracket and bronze bracket tonight at 4 o'clock. Coverage of the gold bracket starts at 3.30 on Thursday. Thursday on KFMO, KFMO Sports Plus, and online with live video at KFMOSports.com. Boys soccer from a Tuesday. Sullivan defeated Fredericktown 9-3. Happening today on the local side for boys soccer, DeSoto hosts North County and Mineral Area College action. The Lady Cardinals on the volleyball side hosted Jefferson Lady Vikings in a big Region 16 matchup as Mac is looking to get their first Region 16 win of the season. Coverage of that one starts at 6 o'clock on KFMO and KFMO Sports Plus. Opening serve at 6.30. Prior to the opening serve, the Mac Athletic Department will be on 
honoring Tim Copeland before the game for surpassing 500 career wins. Max Soccer, the men's and women's program, play on the road at Jefferson College. NFL, the Kansas City Chiefs are in action on Thursday night football tomorrow night. They host the Denver Broncos. Chiefs head coach Andy Reid on playing the Thursday night game on short rest. You have 17 of these babies to play, and you got to make sure you're right for each one, and that's bottom line. It doesn't matter day or whatever, night, day, day of the week, where we're playing. I mean, you got you have to be ready. That's the bottom line. What does quarterback Patrick Mahomes expect from the Broncos' defense? It seems like every year the Broncos just have more and more pass rushers that just keep uh, it's like a, they just keep coming. And so uh, it's going to have to make sure that we neutralize those as much as we possibly can. Those guys, I mean, they're, that's going to be a tough challenge for us. Um, and then the linebackers are very two smart guys. I mean, Joel had two interceptions on me last year. So it's a good defense. Um, and it's going to take us really executing at a high level um, if we want to go out there and continue to take steps in the positive direction with the offense. The Chiefs and Broncos from Arrowhead Stadium in Kansas City. Thursday night coverage starts at 6 on KFMO with kickoff at 7.15. NHL and the St. Louis Blues are in action tomorrow night to start their season game 1 of 82. They're in Dallas taking on the Dallas Stars, a divisional rival. Coverage on B104.3 will start at 6.30 with the puck drop at 7 o'clock from American Airlines Center. Blues head coach Craig Berube did his team get everything they needed out of the training camp. We put the work in in camp I think and uh, you know guys worked really hard and worked on you know some new things in camp and things like that and we had our good buy-in so we're ready to go the Blues and Stars on B104.3 at 6.30 tomorrow night. NCAA football, the Missouri Tigers fall out of the AP Top 25 and will play the 24th-ranked Kentucky. That's coming up on Saturday. Tigers head coach Eli Drinkwitz on the difficulty of facing Kentucky's defense. Their defense does a tremendous job. Um, their defensive coordinator has been very successful for a long time and gives us fits with his multiplicity of scheme. I think he does not only a really good job of playing in his odd front, but but creating pressure um, through simulated pressures and varying coverages. The Tigers and Kentucky on Saturday. On Sunday, the NASCAR Cup Series enters the round of eight. Four races remain in the regular season, and the round of eight starts at Las Vegas Motor Speedway. That's sports. I'm Jared Pettis. Missed any of the start? We have another special guest on the line with us. Well, now you can hear it anytime, anywhere. Send straight to your phone. Subscribe to The Start on AM 1240 KFMO Podcast. You'll hear all the best The Start has to offer. Missouri 8th District United States Congressman Jason Smith. Even if you sleep in a little bit later. It's time for another Missouri State Legislative Report. Subscribe today to The Start from AM 1240 KFMO with Apple and Spotify Podcasts. Stay tuned to KFMO. Up next, it'll be our Park Hill City Government Report. Whether you're in pursuit of a transferable degree or need training to jumpstart a great career, your future starts at Mineral Area College. Max tuition is affordable, substantially less than a university, and we're close to home with locations in Park Hills, Fredericktown, Potosi, and Perryville. Interested in online classes? We offer those too. We've been creating student success stories since 1922. There's no better time to start yours. Apply online at mineralarea.edu. It's the start from KFMO. Thank you for being with us today. So nice to have you on board. Yeah, finding out things about the parkland, maybe some stuff you never knew before. Sure, why not? Knowledge never quits, does it? 
Uh, let's see. It is time for the Park Hill City Government Report, and we'd like to welcome City Administrator Zach Franklin to the microphones. How uh, how are you today? Good, Mike. Happy to be here. Yeah, I can't hardly talk sometimes. <laughs> you, know, you get going, and it's yeah. like coming down the hill, and you run into a clothesline <laughs> or something. Wow. Well, thanks for being here, because you have some important things to talk about. Um, the City Council met recently. Was it last night? Yeah, we had City Council last night had had two things on the agenda one was previously passed for a specific personnel but we had decided to make our uh, municipal court uh well uh, she's a director head now she was just an employee at that time to make that position um, for her but moving forward a department head position i felt strongly coming in and observing over the last six months that that individual was doing everything um a department head would do managing a budget managing personnel um, managing our entire court and felt that was very much needed um, and fitting for our organization sure it really does make sense to reward someone for what they're doing you know and sometimes you do get in a position where you you just have to keep the ball rolling for a while and yeah. that kind of thing catches up but it's nice to know that uh, the city is you know, looking at things like that. It's very important. Yeah, absolutely. We want to, first and foremost, make sure we take care of our people, and, and you said it best, reward those that are doing a good job, but even more so managing, um, you know, managing things that would um, would mean, you know, for them to be a department head. Mm -hmm. Sure. Yeah. And something about a sign, I believe. Uh, people might be interested to know. I don't know if it's going to happen. Yeah, it was presented. A special use permit was presented to um, City Council last night for an electric board sign. Um, They're off of um, Main Street next to Casey's. So it's a commercial property owned um, by by an organization, a local organization, and presented um, to city council last night to put a sign there, and it was um, it was turned down. So that conversation at this time will not will not go any further. And I know our community development department will work with that organization to find a, a fitting use for that space. Mm -hmm. Find a solution of some kind. Yeah. And that's great too because uh, I see a lot of cooperation and working uh, try to get the best for the citizens. You know, when you talk about things that happen at meetings yeah. like that. Um, and the next topic is really, I think, very interesting and something very nice for citizens. Uh, communication is the key, I've always said. And you have something coming up. Um, what's the name of this program? Yeah, starting next week, I am going to start a coffee and conversation with the city administrator for um, all of our citizens. Or if you're not a citizen of Park Hills, you're welcome to come and, and come and join too if you're just curious what's going on in our city. Um, but this will be a platform for me, and I'm going to bring in some of our other leadership team periodically as we, as we do these programs. Um, but for us to share what's going on in the city. You know, you 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 just said it. Communication and, and effective communication mm -hmm. solves all issues. And um, in, in municipal government, then your kind of your number one responsibility is transparency to your citizens. Is you know they're 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 your taxpayer base and they're the ones funding um, your operations. So you know they they do have a privilege to understand what you know what you're doing. And this will be, I think, a great platform for us to sh to share what's going on, share our goals. But not only that, just listen. You know, listen to our people and listen with an open mind. Um, you know, we sometimes probably like to think we have the solution to everything, but but we don't all times, and, and that's okay. So we want to listen to our people, know what's going on, and maybe look at things from a different angle that, you know, we haven't thought about or, you know, an idea somebody has that maybe, um, you know, may streamline some of our processes or allow us to, you know, just be better and grow. 
You know, I've, I've seen this uh, kind of a, an approach before, but it was usually on the Internet. Uh, you're going to do it face-to-face. We are. Unique. We are doing it face-to-face. Um, it will be next Wednesday, October 18th at 8 a.m. Um, I've allotted an hour and a half, so till 9.30. And we'll, this will be the first one, so we'll see how it goes. The, the plan right now is to do these monthly, depending on the demand. We may do, we may do more, um, may do less. Uh, and then we'll f- kind of figure out the time frame as we go, depending on how many people we, we have show up. But I, I believe hopefully an hour and a half allows us to get a lot accomplished. Will you, like, have a certain topic, or are you just going to take the topics as they come out? Yeah, I, we'll have, I'll, I'll almost definitely have some speaking points on, again, some projects we're working on, kind of some big picture items, um, but we'll definitely be an open forum for our citizens. You know, I don't want it to be a, a thing where I'm speaking at them. I want it to be interactive where, you know, they, you know, they can interact with things I'm talking about, you know, whether it's a project or, again, if they have ideas, bring them up and, and let's talk about them. I'm not saying we're going to solve every issue the city's mm-hmm, facing, sure. but but you, you know you're definitely not going to solve it if you don't know what's going on right and other people have yeah. sometimes different perspectives that just enlighten you like crazy exactly you, know, you, you hear what they have yeah. to say and it's like wow that's a great idea that's exactly so right it's nice to have that back and forth yeah. uh the next thing we wanted to talk about was uh heartland engineering has been to town and they were working with you on uh, some aspect of the water system I yeah that's that's exactly right we contracted with heartland engineering in regard to a wastewater grant we were um, rewarded from dnr so it was a um, fifty thousand dollar grant from dnr and we put twelve thousand five hundred towards it and this mike really is just the start of a, a lot of conversation that's going to be going on in our wastewater and then probably even transition into our water but specifically focused on wastewater right now um, and you know with any problem the, the first thing you have to do is i you know to solve a problem is identify the problem and that's really what this um, is going to allow us to do they we had our first site visit with them last week. Um, very productive. They, they were able to look at all of our facilities. And again, many more conversations are going to happen, but hopefully we're able to figure out a lot of the issues we're facing, what's why we're facing them, where they're exactly at that's causing us the issues, and hopefully able to tackle that. Uh, is there? Can you tell me anything about the issues you are having right now? I'm just curious as to some of the things that are happening. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I've heard yeah. things from previous administrators and things that made me go wow like uh, they found wooden pipes yeah we have a lot of clay pipe and um and of course you know we have a lot of lead <laughs> yes, in our system yes, but in the in, in the one of the biggest things is you know our, our wastewater treatment plant is um it's it's really old and probably hasn't been properly maintained over the last you know over the last mm-hmm. couple of decades and i think a lot of that is catching up to us now mm-hmm. It certainly will. Yeah. If, uh, yeah, I, I have that problem yeah. sometimes yeah. too. Uh, hours at City Hall, you're changing those a little bit. That is correct. Yeah. So our our previous operating hours were eight to five. Our our new operating hours will be four th- or eight seven thirty to four thirty. I apologize, and for a couple different reasons. Um, one, a lot of our labor departments started, they start their days at seven, of course, to beat the heat. So we were missing out previously on an hour with those individuals. So from my perspective, you know, that's my public works director, my parks and rec director, my, you know, my utilities, my utilities leadership team, um, that I was missing out on an hour a day with them. Now, of course, my cell phone was always on and always take a call in case of emergency, but this gives us time, more time back with majority of our employees. Um, and just, I think, I think believe will help us operate more effectively. Well, before we let you go today, let's recap uh, the date and the time for the Coffee and Conversation with City Administrator. Yeah, absolutely. So Coffee and Conversations with the City Administrator is next Wednesday, October 18th at 8 a.m., and it will be in the Council Chambers um, at Park Hill City Hall.
It's kind of like our interviews. Yeah. You know, yeah. just come over and just talk about that's stuff. That's exactly right. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, anything else you want to add today? I think that's it. All right. Well, thanks for coming in. We sure appreciate it. Thanks, Mike. That's Zach Franklin. Now, he's the city administrator for Park Hills with our Park Hills City Government Report here on KFMO. And you need to stay tuned. We're going to have news next. Let's go Cardinals. Minerary Cardinals, that is. Hi, this is Brandon Hubbard. Come hang out with your friends at Hub's Pub and Grill in Bonterre, Potosi. We offer great lunch and dinner items and daily specials from sandwiches, steaks, fish, salads, or wings. We have something you'll love. Stop by and see us before or after the game. That's Hub's Pub and Grill in Bonterre, Potosi. Check us out on Facebook or online at hubspubandgrill.com. Stop on by Hub's Pub located at 10 South Dover Street in Bon Terre and 220 West High Street in Potosi. Are you ready to transform your property into a natural paradise? Look no further than DeMar Land Management. Their pond excavations have left property owners in awe. They don't just manage land, they create new possibilities. With DeMar Land Management, your vision for a more beautiful, functional property becomes a reality. From excavations to forestry mulching, DeMar Land Management is your trusted partner in enhancing your land. When you're ready to transform your property, call DeMar Land Management, 573-664-1156. Hi, it's Jenny from your local Big Deal store. If you run a business and are looking for a fun and creative way to market it, Big Deals might just be a great fit. Imagine a radio marketing program that allows you to trade for your advertising schedule. Interested? Give us a shout and see for yourself. Go to KFMO.com or B104FM.com to check out our local Big Deals today. Weather is brought to you by Kitchell Accounting and Tax Service in Ironton. It's never too early to start crunching those numbers, downloading those forms, and organizing all those receipts you put in your shoebox. Getting frustrated yet? Yeah. Try crunching this number, 573-546-3104. Accountant Stephanie Kitchell with Kitchell Accounting and Tax Service in Ironton. Year-round for tax and business consulting, accounting, and bookkeeping, and payroll. Crunch that number one more time, 573-546-3104. A trusted name in the Arcadia Valley area, Kitchell Accounting and Tax Service in Ironton. Mostly sunny skies are high today, right around the 80-degree mark, mainly clear mid to upper 50s. Tonight, Thursday, lots of sunshine, are high in the middle to upper 70s. And then clouds with showers likely Friday, are high on Friday near 75. Saturday, partly sunny, are high on Saturday near 60. And upper 50s, a partial sunshine on Sunday. From the Parkland's 24-hour weather center. I'm meteorologist Sally Russell. Local news you can trust. This is the Parklands Freedom Leader, AM 1240 KFMO. Here's Mike Ramsey. Good morning. It's Wednesday, October 11th, and the time is 7.34. In our newscast, we're going to hear about enrollment up at Mineral Area College. Also, the Casa of the Parklands Festival of Trees is coming in November. And the demolition of the building on the corner of Cedar and Center Streets at the four-way stop in Bismarck should take place soon. The mayor of Bismarck, Seth Radford, says city officials put that project out for bid. The uh, city board put that out for bid about a month ago. Bids came in last week. I know that on the October 17th, uh, we're going to have our regular board meeting at 6 o'clock at the depot. And we'll be discussing the bids that have come in and uh, look at a way to get that thing torn down finally. Radford says the next step would be to line up the financing for the project. 
The Casa of the Parklands Festival of Trees fundraising event will be held November 24th and 25th at the Farmington Centene Center. The executive director of CASA, Joanna Watts, says they're still accepting applications for those who would like to be involved. We are still taking applications for businesses and organizations, individuals who want to participate by either decorating a tree, uh, a tabletop tree, a big seven and a half foot tree, or a wreath. And then um, there's, we're also accepting entries for the gingerbread competition. According to Watts, you can get more information at casaoftheparkland.org or by visiting Casa of the Parkland's Facebook page. And you can call 573-664-1299. There are more students at Mineral Area College, according to the latest enrollment figures. The provost and vice president of academic affairs for MAC, Dr. Keith Zoromsky, says it's due to the efforts of many people as well as the addition of new facilities. That credit, uh, the efforts of the navigators, uh, adding different athletic teams, um, the different vision that we've had for marketing and outreach, uh, and people are just seeing that we can meet the needs that they have, uh, whether that's through traditional transfer classes, workforce development, technical courses, we're here to serve. Zoromsky reports enrollment is up 5% at Mineral Area College. And that's news from AM 1240. I'm Mike Ramsey reporting for news, KFMO news from the Collins News Desk. It's Wednesday, October 11th, and we have sports next with Jared Pettis. Stay tuned for that, plus check our website, kfmo.com. It's time for a look at sports. I'm Jared Pettis. On the local side, the MAAA Conference Volleyball Tournament began on Tuesday. Our own Glenn Berry had coverage from Pool A at the TJ Fulon Fieldhouse. I was at Pool D at the Black Knight Fieldhouse. For the Farmington Knights, Valley Caledonia Lady Vikings, and Fredericktown Lady Black Cats, Glenn Berry had the Central Lady Rebels, the West County Lady Bulldogs, and Bismarck Lady Indians. Glenn Berry recaps the action from Pool A. A triple hitter of high school volleyball action highlighted our coverage on Tuesday night from the Central High School Fieldhouse. A round-robin MAAA conference tournament featuring three teams, Bismarck, West County, and Central. In Game 1, Central went on an 11-0 run to blow open a tight first set, and they went on to beat West County in straight sets 25-9-25-17. Blair Sitton had nine kills. Sidney Miles reeled off 11 straight serves to pace the Lady Rebels. Game 2 saw West County fight back in the second set after dropping the first, but fall short again this time against Bismarck, 25-8, 25-18. Ashley Hawkins and Haley Dickey had eight kills each to pace the Lady Indians. Game three looked like a potential three-set affair between Bismarck and Central. The first set saw nine ties and three lead changes as the Lady Indians took the Lady Rebels to set point at 24-22 in the first set. But Central scores the next four points and then dominates the second set to win it in straight sets, 26-24, 25-5. Blair Sitton once again had 14 kills to lead the Lady Rebels. After the game, Central coach Olivia Casey. We are notorious for coming out and slow starts. And after that first set, I asked him, I was like, guys, what did you do to get ready? They just kind of looked around. They don't understand, girls, high school girls, high school kids in general, don't understand how to get ready, how to prepare for games. And we kind of talked about that before we played Bismarck. You know, what are they going to do to prepare after we sit and watch this game? And it's one of those things. They they don't have an on-off switch as much as they think they do. 
they don't and trying to get them to understand that. Hopefully we're starting to understand it, but that second set we definitely, I think we're warmed up by that point. Central now moves on to the gold bracket and improves to 22-4 and four overall, while Bismarck breaks even on the night as they are now 22-8-2, while West County falls to 9-14-5. Once again, Central the big winner on Tuesday night with wins over Bismarck and West County, while Bismarck wins one over West County. From the MAAA Round Robin Tournament in Park Hills, I'm Glenn Berry. Glenn, thanks. In Pool D, it was the Farmington Knights victorious in their two games, 2-0 and in the pool. Fredericktown went 1-1 and and Valley Caledonia 0-2. In our first broadcast of the three, Valley Caledonia fell to Farmington in two games that featured no lead changes. Farmington began both games with the run, included a 9-0 run in the first set and an 8-0 run plus an 11-0 run in set two. Farmington takes that one in straight 25-5, 25-5. Four. In the second Valley Caledonia game, they fall to the Fredericktown Lady Black Cats. Fredericktown wins that one in straight sets as well. 25-7, 25-7. Fredericktown freshman Maggie Wood had 14 aces in the win over Valley Caledonia. In the broadcast nightcap on KFMO Sports Plus, the Farmington Knights at the four-seed battled the five-seeded Fredericktown Lady Black Cats. The Knights would win at 25-19, 25-17, a match that featured 15 total ties in in two sets. Set one featured 10 ties all the way from 1 to 1 through 11 to 11. And in set two, five ties. The last tie at 9 to 9 and Farmington rattled off eight straight to gain the advantage by seven points and held on after that. Zoe Gerwitz, the junior, had seven kills for Farmington to lead the way in the second match. After the victory, Farmington head coach Haley Baker says her team finally put all the pieces together. I feel like in our pregame interview, you asked me, you know, what I would really like to do tonight. And I said, I would just really like us to kind of capitalize on all the things you've been trying to work on all season long. Um, I felt like there was a, a lull in the season where every time out I was just saying the same things and I told the girls like guys you know I can't keep saying the same things to you you got to either choose to like fix those problems or you know we're just going to ride the season out how it is because like I can't do it for you and I feel like tonight was the night that we did what we were supposed to do and they they did those little things to add up to really big things and um, we saw that improvement tonight. The Farmington Knights and Central Lady Rebels move on to the gold bracket. They'll actually play each other in round one. The semifinals on Thursday at 4 o'clock. You can hear that on KFMO and KFMO Sports Plus with live video as well. The other two teams joining them, Valley Catholic and Potosi, as the Valley Catholic Lady Warriors took Pool B 2-0. They beat North County in straight sets and Arcadia Valley in straight sets. AV beat North County between those games also in straight sets. In Pool C, the Potosi Lady Trojans topped the Kingston Lady Cougars and the St. Genevieve Dragons. Both in straight sets, St. Genevieve also beat Kingston. So the gold bracket is set for Thursday at 4 o'clock. Central plays Farmington. At 5.15, Valley Catholic plays Potosi. And the silver bracket, that is tonight along with the bronze bracket. That's from Fredericktown as the Lady Black Cats host Bismarck at the 8th seed. Then St. Genevieve and Arcadia Valley do battle in a 6-7 matchup. And on the bronze bracket, West County hosts the four teams, West County, Valley Caledonia, North County, and Kingston seeds 9, 10, 11, and 12. The silver bracket and bronze bracket tonight at 4 o'clock. Coverage of the gold bracket starts at 3.30 on Thursday on KFMO, KFMO Sports Plus, and online with live video at KFMOSports.com.
Boys soccer from Tuesday. Sullivan defeated Fredericktown 9-3. Happening today on the local side for boys soccer, DeSoto hosts North County and Mineral Area College action. The Lady Cardinals on the volleyball side hosted Jefferson Lady Vikings in a big Region 16 matchup as Mac is looking to get their first Region 16 win of the season. Coverage of that one starts at 6 o'clock on KFMO and KFMO Sports Plus. Opening serve at 6.30. Prior to the opening serve, the Mac Athletic Department will be on honoring Tim Copeland before the game for surpassing 500 career wins. Max Soccer, the men's and women's program, play on the road at Jefferson College. NFL, the Kansas City Chiefs are in action on Thursday night football tomorrow night. They host the Denver Broncos. Chiefs head coach Andy Reid on playing the Thursday night game on short rest. You have 17 of these babies to play, and you got to make sure you're right for each one, I and mean, that's bottom line. It doesn't matter day or whatever, night, day, Day of the week, where we're playing, I mean, you got you have to be ready. That's the bottom line. What does quarterback Patrick Mahomes expect from the Broncos' defense? It seems like every year the Broncos just have more and more pass rushers that just keep uh, it's like a, they just keep coming. And so uh, it's going to have to make sure that we neutralize those as much as we possibly can. Those guys, I mean, they're, that's going to be a tough challenge for us. Um, and then the linebackers are very two smart guys. I mean, Joel had two interceptions on me last year, so it's a good defense. Um, and it's going to take us really executing at a high level um, if we want to go out there and continue to take steps in the positive direction with the offense. The Chiefs and Broncos from Arrowhead Stadium in Kansas City. Thursday night coverage starts at 6 on KFMO with kickoff at 7.15. NHL and the St. Louis Blues are in action tomorrow night to start their season game 1 of 82. They're in Dallas taking on the Dallas Stars, a divisional rival. Coverage on B104.3 will start at 6.30 with the puck drop at 7 o'clock from American Airlines Center. Blues head coach Craig Berube, did his team get everything they needed out of the training camp? put the work in in camp I think and uh, you know guys worked really hard and worked on you know some new things in camp and things like that and we had our good buy-in so we're ready to go. The Blues and Stars on B104.3 at 6.30 tomorrow night. NCAA football, the Missouri Tigers fall out of the AP Top 25 and will play the 24th-ranked Kentucky. That's coming up on Saturday. Tigers head coach Eli Drinkwitz on the difficulty of facing Kentucky's defense. Their defense does a tremendous job. Um, Their defensive coordinator has been very successful for a long time and gives us fits with his multiplicity of scheme. I think he does not only a really good job of playing in his odd front, but but creating pressure um, through simulated pressures and varying coverages. The Tigers and Kentucky on Saturday. On Sunday, the NASCAR Cup Series enters the round of eight. Four races remain in the regular season, and the round of eight starts at Las Vegas Motor Speedway. That's sports. I'm Jared Pettis. Thanks, Jared. We appreciate that. We have... uh program coming up here the St. Francis County Commission report in a few moments and also that uh, 60 second long financial amazing program your money now so stay tuned to KFMO. From engine repair to collision repair Keen Performance in Bonterre is all things automotive. They service all makes and models and will have you back on the road in no time. Keen Performance located on Stormy Lane off Highway K in Bonterre that's Keen Performance. Okay here's here's what I'm Jennifer Koshinka with your Money Now. California Governor Gavin Newsom has given the green light for the state's transportation and energy officials to figure out how to install solar panels, battery storage, and other renewable energy sites along highways. 
The bill commissions California's Department of Transportation to establish clear guidelines for companies and public agencies to develop highway-side renewable energy. Solar advocates say the empty land alongside roads could be used to power over 270,000 California homes. Walgreens Boots Alliance has named Tim Wentworth as its new CEO, picking a healthcare veteran to steer the pharmacy chain as it faces a profit squeeze and labor pressures. Wentworth, who is set to start his new job October 23rd, is the former CEO of Express Scripts, one of the biggest pharmacy benefit managers and now part of Cigna. With the Walgreens role, Wentworth will take the helm of a retail pharmacy giant and one of the most recognizable names in healthcare. On Wall Street Futures, pointing to a higher open. That's your money now. Edward Jones is a proud sponsor of local high school sports on KFMO. Call financial advisors John Brown or Madison Brown in Farmington at 573-756-9002 for all your investment needs. Edward Jones, making sense of investing. Member FDIC. This is The Starts on KFMO. Thanks for being with us today. It's Wednesday, October 11th. It's St. Francis County Commission Report Day, and we have the presiding commissioner of the county on the phone lines with us now. Let's join Harold Gallagher this morning and see what he's up to. Good morning, presiding commissioner. How are you? I am fine, Mike. Good good to see everybody, and good to hear you on the radio. Yeah, it's good to hear you on the radio. We we appreciate your taking time to talk to us this morning. Uh, I know being... A commissioner's much more business to it than people might think. You know, uh, you guys meet every week, and you have all kinds of things going on, especially financially, watching the money for the residents of the county and doing so much. And uh, the meeting yesterday was uh, kind of a short meeting, but you had some important things going on there. A request, I think, from uh, someone around the Mitchell area about property first. Yes, uh, years ago, uh, they changed the Mitchell Road, and when they did that, they cut off a piece of property from a uh, property owner, 0.13 acres, a little little piece of ground. And the county still owned that, but because the county owned it, the people that owned the property, I'll say behind it, uh, couldn't get access to their property, you know, couldn't build a driveway or something like that. So we changed that and, and let them have that 0.13 acres, and now they'll take care of it, and it'll put it back on the tax rolls, and it will help them. And as far as developing the property there. And then behind that, there was a platted but never developed alleyway. And they asked us to take that off. And uh, this, uh, the lady that owned the house in first, the first property I was talking about, her dad owned the property behind, across the, that undeveloped alleyway. So we just uh, vacated that alleyway and let uh, each of them have the half of the width of that alleyway. So just cleaned up some property lines is what we did. Yeah, and it, it turned out to be, uh, I guess we could call it a win-win for not only the property owners now, but uh, also the county, right? Best of the county. Like I said, puts it back on the tax rolls. But I really want to give a shout-out to Bob Turner. He uh, took care of all the paperwork on this. He's our floodplain manager, but he's got a world of experience in this kind of thing. He's a retired civil engineer that works with us. And just, uh, just does a wonderful job. And I want to give Bob a, a public thank you for what he did on this and getting it done. Also on the agenda at the meeting, you had uh, a technical discussion. The IT department, uh, Nick Jones, came up and talked about a firewall, I believe. Yeah, uh, a firewall is an electronic device that uh, it uh, keeps the the bad guys away from our computer stuff is the the job of it. It has a finite life. uh, The one we have now is five years old. And so it's kind of aged out. Uh, the, The bad guys have figured it out by now. So we've ordered a new one, 
It'll cost a little over $16,000, and we think it'll last up to five years or so. And uh, there's a $3,000 per year maintenance cost on that, I'll call it. It's for the service of it. But it's just an electronic protection of our computer data. We're visiting with Harold Gallagher. He's the presiding commissioner for St. Francis County here on KFMO this morning with our St. Francis County report. Um, let's talk about the vehicle fleet uh, for the sheriff's department. There's been something else. Uh, you've had some new vehicles purchased and outfitting those, and I, I guess that effort continues. Yes, uh, the prop payment is paying off well. That's the uh, use tax that we, the, the voters put in back uh, late last year. And that's, that's doing well for us. And we, we're dedicating that money to uh, law enforcement and their equipment. And so we've been able to buy several new cars with that money. And also uh, we applied yesterday for a grant to put uh, bumper guards on the front of these. These are the big bar grills you see on the front that, uh, in case of deer strikes, it protects the car. And those cars are on the road, all types, all roads, all night. And they get a lot of deer hits. And so we've already had a couple uh, deer hits with uh, cars with had bumper guards and zero damage to the car. So they pay off well. And so this grant is up to $10,000. And we think that'll be by between eight and 10 uh, guards. And uh, we'll put them on ourselves. And uh, we, you know, there's no match on this grant. So it's uh, uh, our taxpayers are not going to have to pay anything for this. So it's uh, it's going to be a, another win-win, as you call it, uh, situation. Yeah, that's great news, not having to, you know, see the taxpayers put anything out like that. Um, there was a report. Uh, you guys at the meetings get reports uh, all the time from different departments, and the report yesterday came from Kendra Graham with uh, University of Missouri Extension. Yes, she gives a quarterly report to us. Uh, just tell us how the Extension is doing and uh, what they're doing and uh, how many people they affect. And I was surprised to learn there's over 400 4-Hers in our area now. I, I, that's a bigger number than I expected, and it's grown considerably. Now, COVID hit them pretty hard. They were down to 150 at that time. But uh, they're back up to, I think, 408 right now. So I'm, I'm, I'm proud of what they're doing. Yes, that was really encouraging. I'm an old 4-Her, and I thought, gee, that's really great. You know, I, I can't remember how many kids we had in our uh, group at the time but uh, you know it wasn't we weren't that big and it's really nice well, to see that that's passing around yeah this would be several smaller groups in different areas so you know your group may not have been that big but uh, the cumulative number might have been pretty high so yeah, i don't know but back then the wheels were still square so i don't know how yeah <laughs> you know, you know. yeah you're right they were it was hard to yeah. get around in those days yeah right yeah <laughs> bump, bump, bump. you bet you know, is there anything else you want to talk about today no, I'm just uh, very proud. But you gave a list of what the commission does, and the big part of what the commission does is look ahead 10 years and what, see what we're going to need and prepare for that and get our buildings up for it and and all that kind of stuff. We, it's, I look at it, my job is looking ahead 5 to 10 years and planning ahead, and that's that's what we're trying to do. And we think we're doing pretty well at that. Hey, there's one thing I wanted to bring up real quick before we let you go, and that's the fact that uh, people can actually see and hear the meetings if they can't attend, can't they, on the website? Yeah, uh, we had the meeting at 10 o'clock t- Tuesday mornings, but uh, and it's we record everything, and it's on our website. Uh, it takes them about an hour to get that uh, keyed in and, back and entered onto the website. But uh, by noon, you should be able to see or hear uh, our, uh, our, our meeting and it, we'll see it too. 
and uh, it's it's on our website, uh, fcgov.org, and then go to the commission page, and you you can pick it up. So yeah, well, and uh, people are very welcome to come to our meeting too. Oh yeah, that's true. We want to be sure to get that out. Well, thanks so much for being with us today. We really appreciate it. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. All right, we'll talk to you soon. That's Harold Gallagher. He's the presiding commissioner for St. Francis County, helping us out with the St. Francis County Commission report here today on KFMO. Missed any of the start? We have another special guest on the line with us. Well, now you can hear it anytime, anywhere. Send straight to your phone. Subscribe to The Start on AM 1240 KFMO podcast. You'll hear all the best The Start has to offer. Missouri 8th District United States Congressman Jason Smith. Even if you sleep in a little bit later. It's time for another Missouri State Legislative Report. Subscribe today to The Start from AM 1240 KFMO with Apple and Spotify podcasts. Is your insurance company like that cousin who only calls when he needs money? It might be time to see me, Chris Morrison, your good neighbor State Farm agent in Farmington. I'll show you why State Farm has been the number one name in insurance for over 70 years. Personal service, big savings on your auto, home, or life insurance, and fast claim service when you need us. Contact me today, and I'll show you how to get to a better state with a better rate. Learn more online at chrismorrisonagency.com. O'Reilly Auto Parts' new Brake Best Select Pro brand raises the bar for the best aftermarket domestic brake pads and rotors available. For vehicle-specific friction formulations, quiet tech noise-canceling shims, and stainless steel hardware, choose Brake Best Select Pro. Professional-grade brakes from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Stay tuned. We have the weather forecast next at KFMO. Weather is sponsored by Park Hill Chevrolet. Winter is ahead of us, and it's time to save and buy on a Chevrolet pickup from Park Hill Chevrolet. Park Hill Chevrolet is your Chevrolet destination in the parkland, and you can save up to $7,500 on new Silverados with available financing as low as 0% with approved credit. Park Hill Chevrolet is devoted to helping you. Come meet the team at Park Hill Chevrolet at 1005 East Main Street in Park Hill. Chevrolet, find new roads. Mostly sunny skies are high today, right around the 80 degree mark, mainly clear mid to upper 50s tonight. Thursday, lots of sunshine, our high in the middle to upper 70s. And then clouds with showers likely Friday, our high on Friday near 75. Saturday, partly sunny, our high on Saturday near 60. And upper 50s, a partial sunshine on Sunday. From the Parklands 24 hour weather center. I'm meteorologist Sally Russell. Thank you, Sally. We appreciate it very much in his finest announcing voice. Well, maybe not finest. I don't know. Do I even have one of those? It's uh, just about time for CBS Worldwide News. So you'll want to stay tuned to KFMO and find out what's going on around the world. We're going to get uh, more information I know about Israel and what's going on with the attack from Hamas. Does that really make you angry? It does me, I'll admit it. Some of the things I'm hearing from newscasts that they're finding after Hamas attacked reminds me of the Nazis in World War II. Anyway, we'll uh, say a prayer for all involved and have CBS News for you in just a moment. It's almost 8 o'clock at Hall.
1240 KFMO, the Parkland's Freedom Leader. Park Hills, Deloge, Fredericktown. We the people.